What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoy this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome to an unhinged episode of what the actual fork podcast after multiple I don't know, tech issues, you could call it, some bad emails and all sorts of crap. We are here. I'm super excited to chat today. Hi, Sam. I'm just excited <laughs> to see your face because I feel like I was so excited to get on Why, the pod it's today. It's such a cranky one. <laughs> it's just, I don't even care though. It's like, we fucking made it here. It took a while, um, but we're here. It has been a wild wild few hour days well a wild hour and a half but <laughs> like the fact that i'm even here and standing um I know. I know i've texted you oh my gosh i don't want to talk about like our kids being sick again because i feel like everyone's gonna be like all right shut shut the fuck up like we've heard it yeah. but i do want to that's my Once what I the actual somebody fork. hates it what don't say fuck. Somebody gave us a mean review that they don't like. Oh, don't make me read that review. <laughs> um, I can't. I truly can't. But no, my what the actual fork moment of the week is hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> I thought that when my daughter got COVID, it was bad. I thought that when my daughter got influenza A, it was bad. I thought that when my daughter got RSV, that it was bad. I was very wrong. Um, don't get me wrong. Those were not fun, but hand, foot, mouth. First of all, the name, like what the actual fork, like when I heard of hand, foot, mouth, I think I heard about it a few years ago and I was like, what is that? Like, cause I feel like it only happens in like daycares with babies and kids and, but then the actual virus shows up on her and poor girl. Oh my, did I send you pictures? Oh yeah. Ugh. This poor baby. This poor baby. And the heart. I just can't imagine what the inside of her mouth feels like. So. Cause like if that's what's on the outside, like the, oh, the inside. The inside. And that's what's so hard is because she's obviously 10 months. Like it'd be one thing if she was four years old and you could kind of like explain, explain yeah. like ow or like boo boo or here, like here's what to make it feel better. So we didn't know originally that she had sores in her mouth until I tried to give her her favorite squeezable yogurt and she took like sucked yogurt in her mouth and screamed bloody murder. Like you would have thought that I, I don't even know. And this poor little girl, like I just, 
And she's just inconsolable. Like, with COVID and with other things, we could, like, nuzzle her, cuddle her. But, like, she was just so miserable. So to anyone who's been personally victimized by hand, foot, and mouth (laughs) disease, I feel you. I stand with you. And I am so sorry because it is terrible. It's so sad. We haven't had that yet. Knock on wood. Some parents but. are like, I've I've heard about it. Like I know it's bad, but like I got lucky, and I feel like it's more like I know Noah's not like in a daycare. I mean, in, in daycare they just get literally everything. Everything. I know. So, I know. Oh, I'm sure he'll get it when he goes to school, which is September. So that is TBD, crazy. just in time for the baby to come. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, Wait, can we talk about the baby? Because we haven't, I don't think you like officially announced it on the podcast. You're right. I haven't actually talked about it on the podcast, but I'm officially 13 weeks. And this is like, I know you just saw her um, in Manhattan, but I know Cam, what is her last name? Freckled Foodie. Yep. Cameron Cameron Rogers. Rogers. She, she has a series like what the fuck is happening to my body and like this second time around wow I just feel so different right now I'm currently like burpy and my stomach just hurts like from like top to bottom and it's just like and I don't know if it's because I have a toddler so I'm not just like relaxing and like napping all the time and napping when I want to or like the things that I did when I was pregnant the first time but like first of all when I was pregnant with Noah it was 2020 so I didn't leave the house so getting dressed to do things has been this like whole other challenge where I'm like wow going to the gym which you know I really enjoy and it's been really really good for me overall like health wise but like getting dressed for the gym like that's not fun either because no, your like, pants are like pants just, are weird. Yeah, and, and like hurts. I'm wearing sweatshirts and it's hot because it's like 70 degrees in here, like in New Jersey today because it's like that awkward phase where like like some people know you're pregnant, some people don't. Not that it matters, but like my comfort level, yeah. right? Like. So there's like that piece. And then we've had like things to go to, like family events and stuff like that. And I'm like, how, what do I wear? Like, how do I do this? It's been so just The first trimester was honestly the worst to dress for. Like, and no one yeah, talks about impossible. that. And I feel no. like this could be a really good like topic to, to go into because I remember, like, obviously we talk a lot about body acceptance and neutrality and all these things, but it's like, it is this weird stage where maybe you don't feel comfortable telling people you're pregnant or don't want to talk about it, but your clothes don't fit, but you're not showing like, at least for the first, because the second's different, right? The first, I definitely wasn't, but this time it's like, I'm bloated, right? Like that's what, if it's like, it's like a night that, you know, maybe I ate past fullness, like that's what it looks like by like noon. Yeah. Uh, Right. And it's just like this discomfort and like my nipples are like stinging. They're like buzzing all the time, like breastfeeding buzzing. Buzzing nipples is definitely the the episode title. (laughs) Buzzing nipples. (laughs) Are you leaking milk yet? No, but I was at, unfortunately, a, a shiva yesterday, and my 
my aunt's sister-in-law, so like not related to me, but I've known her my whole life. She was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, my nipples are really hurting. She was like, totally happens with your second. I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) I don't know if I had buzzing nipples per se, but I remember by like the end of the second trimester, I would like look down and there was just like milk coming out of my tits. And that was like before breastfeeding, obviously before I had a kid. So I was like, what is like what's happening? happening? <laughs> like, what is I my body? The other thing too that's like super weird is like I'm so out of breath more these days than I, I ever was in the beginning. And I did a whole like post on this on TikTok, but nobody sees my TikToks anymore. So whatever. Um, but I am having one of those experiences where like zero food sounds good. Like nothing. Like I'm burnt out. Like I've talked about before, like depressed, like food is not my friend. And then I'll get this idea to have like one thing and I absolutely need to have it like in that moment or I'm going to die. I remember the and Greek so- salad in your first pregnancy. Was was that Sammy Brando, right? Brando, yes. And it's so wild. All of these people are all pregnant again. Like we're all Everyone's on this Everyone's literally pregnant cycle. right now. <laughs> like everybody is pregnant. I'm like, I wonder if she's going to have a girl or a boy. Like what's happening? Um, and I guess like, you know what? I actually... This could be like an interesting topic. I know I said I didn't want to talk about it, but like I do think it's important to bring up like things that people don't talk about because I've felt a lot of shame for certain emotions that I've had recently that I actually reached out to Wellness for the Win. Her name is Shanna, Shona. Mm -hmm. Um, Her son, Rhett, and my son, Noah, have the exact same birthday. Um, She has a big platform, and she's pregnant with her second. She's having another boy. She's due in, like, a couple weeks, actually. And she apparently, I remember seeing her post, like, something about, like, gender disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I have it. I don't know what I'm having. I really Mm -hmm. don't. But... In my head and my heart, like I've always wanted a little girl. Mm-hmm. And when I got the results in my inbox the other day, it was like this app that you can like, you know, you press like the button, you know, I have like the results from your scan, like low, do you want to see them? I pressed yes. Do you, like it's a like low risk for whatever they were testing for. It's like, great. Okay. Do you want to know the gender of your baby? Sorry, the sex of your baby. Um, and I pressed No. And I I closed it out. And then I marked the email as read in my inbox. And like, I haven't gone back to it because I had this wave of, I know this baby is a boy Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful. I'm so excited. Like Noah's going to be the best big brother to a boy. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. But (laughs) like, does that mean I'll never get a girl? And I could be wrong, but like, you know, like moms just know. I knew Noah was a boy. Like I just knew that whole time, even though Matt was like, con- Matt's passwords were like the girl name that we picked out for if we were having a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just know. Mm-hmm. And like, that's okay. But like that feeling and emotion has been very real. And like, I'm going to get emotional. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Because there is no shame in this feeling. And I think it's really normal. But like, it's you so normal. See- you don't see people talking about this. And especially now with like, there's so many ways to have a baby now Mm -hmm. that like this feeling, not everybody has. Mm -hmm. And that's also, you know, makes you feel a little bit more like you should be so grateful, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which I am. But like my pregnancy from the moment I found out I was pregnant when I 
I don't think we talked about this, but I had spotting. Um, the day that I found out I had COVID and the stomach flu, I was bleeding. Um, so I was rocking my two-year-old back to sleep at five o'clock in the morning when he had like 104 fever. And I like went into the bathroom to like breathe once I finally got him back to sleep. My husband was teaching yoga because he teaches at 545. So like he had already left. Um, my parents were in Hilton Head, not close by, and I like wiped and I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen with my first. It's apparently implantation bleeding, mm-hmm. but like called my mom, called my dad on repeat at 530 in the morning. Nobody's answering. I called my aunt, probably scared the shit out of her. When she finally called me back a hundred times, I didn't answer her call. I called my friend Meg. Meg, if you're listening, I love you so much because I knew she'd be awake. Um, And she like walked me through it. And I had those long three hours until I could call the doctor's office to get an emergency scan. And you know, the doctor's bedside manner like wasn't amazing. She was like, this is called a threatened abortion. And the next week of your life is like really important. Like you need to take it easy. And I was like, my kid has fucking COVID. Like he's two. I probably have it. I had a mask on at the time. I didn't know. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I have no help. No one can come to my house and help me like when we're all so sick. So there was that. And then like every moment since then, there's just like at age 35, you're at a higher risk mm-hmm. and like people remind you of these things. And like every morning I'm like squeezing my boobs, like, okay, they still hurt. Like the stress is just like really it. And my husband and I have had some, you know, taxes every single year. I always joke that like, we're going to get divorced over, but like this year was pretty fucking close. <laughs> Fuck tax season. Fuck <laughs> I hate taxes. Every single year, I'm like, so when are we doing it? You know, because he does it for our family. Like, he sends it to our guy. Okay. But, like, I compile everything and, like, I did something wrong on QuickBooks this year and it, like, deleted a whole bunch of stuff. And so we had to fix a whole bunch of stuff. And, like, it was real dicey (laughs) this time around. This tax season (laughs) was a dicey one. This April. This whole year. I mean, it's just, it's just been a lot. And so, like, that on top of like this feeling like these competing emotions of you should be so happy, but like, it's also okay to feel the way that you feel. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then let's, um, let's, um, sprinkle in some hormones and the fact that your body is growing a human being. Just want to make sure we remember that. I put all of my pants that don't fit in another bin yesterday because I was like, I can't look at these anymore because yes. you're like in the phase where like they'll come on, but then you can't sit yeah, down no, and so I didn't get my maternity pants yet. Like, cause my cousins have them. Um, so I'm like, I need these. I've actually got them yesterday. They're in my car. So I'm all set now, but like, I needed to like get them away from me. And like, these are things that I didn't do with Noah that like, now I know Like, I'm very comfortable, you know, with where I am in my own personal, like, healing journey. But, like, it's triggering to see a closet of clothes that don't fit, right? And then Mm -hmm. feeling frustrated when you're trying to get dressed. And so I'm just holding space for anybody that has experienced that as well because it's certainly challenging. All right. So, Jenna, you and I have to basically do an episode on home additions because... I'm currently going through one. You're about to be going through it. You haven't Hopefully. broken ground yet. <laughs> but as you know, 
I love cozy earth bed sheets. You love cozy earth bed sheets. I've used them for years. And so unfortunately with our home edition, we have to move out of our master bedroom and move into the guest bedroom. Now, the issue here is that the guest bedroom is a full bed and we have a Cal King in our bedroom. The big so difference. I have, <laughs> yes. Now I also have, I think four sets of cozy earth sheets but they're all Cal King and not full. They don't work. <laughs> and you'd be like swimming in it. So I have convinced slash demanded to my husband that we will be moving the full bed out of the guest room, pulling the Cal King into the guest room because I have to sleep on cozy earth <laughs> sheets. Like it's not even the size of the bed. It is truly these sheets. And I feel terrible saying this because to all of our guests, I'm like, I should probably just get a set. Like now I'm saying this, I'm like, shit, after this, we're going in and we're going to buy some cozier sheets for our full bed. But don't worry. I will still have my good slumber because for seven weeks we're headed to the guest room, but I'm bringing my cozy earth sheets with me because I can't sleep without them. First of all, that's amazing. But like, now I need to know, like, a full size bed would it doesn't bother you? I don't. I'm not a snuggler at night. I don't think I could do it. I would be way too close. I say it's not, but I don't know. We have we've only slept in a cow king for years now, so actually, it's probably the bed size. But for me right now, I'm like I need these sheets. I I completely understand and relate because we have probably six other sets of sheets for our current bed and only one set of our cozy earth. And I strip the bed and just rewash the cozy earth sheets because I refuse to sleep on anything else. You need to order more too as <laughs> so, soon as we hop off this. So speaking of that, I will also be using our code, which we have one for you today. We're super excited. If you have not slept on cozy earth sheets, please give it a try and let us know. And cozy earth provided us with an exclusive offer for our listeners today for 35% off site-wide when you use code FORK. So obviously we highly recommend the sheets, but also the jammies are incredible too. So let us know what you purchase. Remember that is code FORK for 35% off. Cam talks a lot about this and her stuff of just like how permanent the emotions feel in pregnancy because they're so real. I mean, everything that you're feeling is valid and real and it just, (laughs) and it just feels like I'm never going to get out of this. And like, this is how it's going to be. And it won't be that way forever. But I also, I know I texted you this, but like, I want you to know, like you should, I know me saying like, you should not feel shame for feeling that way. Like that's not helpful and how I word that, but like what you're feeling is valid. And I've had a lot of friends that I've connected with in the infertility community going through my years of IVF and just who have lost kids and, and, and things that you're even experiencing with gender. And like, obviously we don't even know the sex, excuse me, the sex of your child, (laughs) but even if it was a boy, you're allowed to grieve if your family stops it too. the little girl that you never get. Like that's, it's okay to be very sad if that is. And, and in the same time, be very joyful and excited and grateful for this little baby boy. Like there is nothing wrong with that. But I think like, that's like this, it's almost like this parallel of all the body image stuff, right? With pregnancy, because people will be like, crying or feel shameful 
that their body is getting bigger and, and that they're not okay with it. And then everyone's like, oh, but pregnancy is such a beautiful thing. It's like, right, which we talked about a couple yes, of weeks ago. Like it can be very, very beautiful and it can be very, very hard to see your body getting bigger when your core belief through diet culture is that larger bodies are bad. So right. it's okay to have this vision of what you thought you were going to have and grieve that it might not be that way. And that is, I mean, and I just want to thank it, you for sharing that on here. That is such a raw. I really didn't want to. I don't know where that came from. Because you need to talk about it. Just it just feels natural. And like yesterday, Noah and I were, <laughs> we went to Target for like an hour and a half. It's like our favorite activity. It's like, what is, now I understand. Like your mom gets a fucking coffee. Sorry, user. Whoever, Stop apologizing to this off. fucking user. <laughs> Do you need me to call them out? Whoever's giving no. us negative reviews. Um, Mom gets a coffee, baby gets a truck, you get everything else that you don't need in between. And we were like walking and he's like super verbal for a two-year-old. And we're like shooting the shit back and forth to each other. And I'm like, we're in like the toilet bowl um, cleaning brush section because he broke ours yesterday. And he like stops and here I stop, I like found it. And he goes, I love you, mommy. I love Target and trucks. And he's like telling me all about his trucks. And this lady was like, oh my God, my ovaries. And I was like, I told him that he can't open that truck. That's why he's being so nice to me. And she like said back, he was like, no, she said, no, he's being so nice to you because he really loves his mommy. And I was like, oh my God. Fuck, I'm going to cry now. You can't say that to a mom. He's like playing with like the things that I specifically told him we weren't buying. <laughs> Or like these are for the airplane. Like you can't have this now. As he's like opening it, <laughs> like. <laughs> but you know, and I ask him all the time. I'm like, do you want a brother or a sister? And he always says brother. And you know, he's gonna pick. I, I just know it. And I do think that a brother would be amazing for him. I think they'll tire each other out, and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> but <laughs> we also don't know yet. So. We don't. I just. You know, we just, we do, but not officially, but it's like, you know, a mom just knows. And, but I just want you to know that no matter how you feel, like, I don't want you to feel like you have to, obviously you have to do what's right for you, but don't feel like you have to wait until you feel like you're not, I'm using heavy air quotes for listeners, not going to feel shame anymore because that, whatever you're experiencing just (laughs) needs to be allowed to come up. And the fact that I you're even sharing like it. 20 week okay. scan. Because yeah. then they can like say like there's a little penis. And then I'll be like, okay, there's my baby. There but like right now it's like 90% affected or like sure, which like I'm sure it's very probable. But like it tells you like, you know, mistakes can happen at this stage. And it's like, why don't I just wait? Like I don't need anything right now. Yeah. Like I don't need to buy anything. So we will just wait, but I don't know. I like wanted to know so badly, and I just and had then it this, came, like, and you were like, it was no. like fight, fight, or freeze, and I froze. Like that's the only way I can describe it. Is like it was the top of like the bell curve of stress, where you know there's fight or flight, and then there's freeze, and like that was that I've never actually experienced that before. I've talked about it with clients because I have clients that have told me that they've had that experience, but I like. It was like a, no, don't do this. Mm -hmm. And also like, you shouldn't do this unless Matt's with you. And he wasn't with me. (laughs) 
Well, I remember you said he might not want to know. So you were like, honestly, right. I'm just going to find out and like, Do it myself. we'll see. And, and then I just like froze. I changed my mind and it was just, I don't know. I can't describe it as anything else, but it's so interesting because ever since our podcast episode with Food Heaven, um, my ability to consume wellness content has plummeted. <laughs> Like my mental capacity to do so has completely plummeted. And I've gotten to this place where like I I watch things on social and things that are going viral. I'm like, Sammy did that last week. Like why is somebody now copying her or last month and now going viral with the exact same post? Like this is so frustrating and like nothing is new. What post is that? I want to know. What post of mine is copied? Oh, I can't wait to see. I I have it. But, you know, like, it's just, it feels very saturated, like, even more so. And I think it's because, like, we've talked about before, like, the brain capacity to consume things that you know won't make you feel good. Like, at some point, you really do reach that space where you're like, okay, like, I don't need to do this to myself anymore. Yeah. I, and I'm like, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I had a meeting with Anna yesterday and she's like, TikTok question mark? Like, we going to post? And I was like, nope. <laughs> dude, I, I, I don't know. Like, and I, I just had to be real with her of like, well, obviously life has been crazy between travel. My flight was delayed. Sick baby. Sick baby. Like, it was a lot of things. But it's just like, I don't know how much more I can take. Because my life is really joyful without it. It's so true. And like when I post something that I'm like super proud of, like the recipe that I just made, I'm pretty sure it has like 91 likes or 91 views, 98. Like that's not normal. That's not, but I feel like like I think some of this comes back to our conversation with Justin Schumann of like, don't do it for the metrics and the likes. And I know that's so much easier to say than... (laughs) listen to imagine if you were doing a cooking class and there were 98 people in the room totally you know what i mean like i i I find myself doing that a lot because like mine are not even breaking a thousand in views and i'm like which is wild because you have over half a million but i'm like but also like i did not make i did not go on the app for over a week so then it's like mad at me and like shunning me but then I'm like, if there were 790 people in a room and I got to speak on this subject, I'd be really excited. So I'm like right. kind of trying to just find that because I saw this. That's a really good perspective. Thank you. I saw a post by <laughs> what's her name? She's on a Dear Media podcast. Her name's Jackie. She has red hair. She, she's a co-host. Um, is it BFF's pod with is it Dave? Dave? Portnoy? What's her name? No, no, no. Jackie. Oh, is it JC or Jackie? I'm terrible. It's J-A-C-I. Marie Smith. I'm going to send you. I don't know if you know how to get on your DMs on TikTok, but you need to. She talks about like the relatable to unrelatable pipeline of an influencer or somebody online. And I was just like, oh, 
hello. And she was talking about how she's like, oh, like, did you used to have like a favorite person that you followed and now they just like don't show up anymore? And she's like, yeah, they're depressed. And I was like, okay, like you're coming in hot at me. Like in real life or like? No. So like I just sent you the video. You need to watch it. But it was so good. And she was talking about her own like ebb and flow of like every, I don't know. It's just, it's just very interesting. And I feel like a lot of people online are talking about it and experiencing the same thing of feeling like, I don't know what to talk about, or I don't know how to show up anymore or, you know, whatever it is. And I think I do have ebb and flows of that, but I think at the end of the day, like, and I feel like we maybe said this on the food when we had the food heaven girls on, or I don't remember which episode it was, but it's like, sure. I could care so much about views and metrics and showing up and da, 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 and all this stuff. Or, I could just put my phone down and play with my daughter. Live my life. And like giggle. So. And that will always win because that's the serotonin hit that you need. But it's like we live in this world and like I'm changing my business structure. Um, We haven't talked about this publicly, but. Mm -hmm. And it's not by any means close, but in the decently near future, our business will have the capacity to take clients using insurance, which I'm super excited about. I've never been able to do. And that is going to open up like a huge pipeline of opportunities, I believe, for our business. But I think the pressure to post and perform is what typically leads to clients coming into a business, right? And Mm so we started our businesses really thrive. Our businesses thrived in 2020 when all people had capacity to do was be on their phones and find you, Mm -hmm. right? And so it like for me, and I know for you too, it gave us the capacity to hire people and like have wait lists and, you know, serve a ton of people all at once. And then everybody went online and there's a lot of competition and it's harder when you find out that people aren't seeing the work that you put so much time into, you know, to try and reach the right person to help them. It's like, what do I, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, and this is, and then you do your taxes and you're like, I spend so much in expenses. It's like, yeah. What what am I actually doing? What am I doing? Um, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I don't know. It is. It's tough. It's 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 tough, and I will continue to show up. But it's definitely been helpful to protect my mental space or state by putting up more boundaries. And like, I I definitely do a lot less on TikTok now than I once did because. I can see the correlation to my health status. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yes. And, like, (laughs) that's such a great, like, pivot to, like, people think that health, when we think of diet culture standards, right, are, like, what you eat and if you move your body. And Lauren Cadillac did an amazing post on this the other day. I don't know if you saw it, of, like, someone commented, like, all right, you keep eating your donuts and like, you're going to die soon or some shit. And like, I'll be over here eating, you know, whatever. And she's like, hate to break it to you, but you have (laughs) very little control over your health. And like, she kind of walked through the determinants of health. And, and that's what that one, um, girl I was just talking about where she was 
just kind of correlating like mental health of, I think, content creators, just because like you said, the pressure to perform and to show up, like that's not it's, normal. It's yeah. That's just like <laughs> our mental health. And it's, it's like so different. Cause then it's like showing up on the podcast is like so fun. And like, it's Clearly a, it's therapeutic yeah. for me. <laughs> we just cry and share. And, um, but, but I, even if you're not a content creator, I don't even think you have to be a content creator. I think just like the, consuming the content is just as dangerous. Yeah, consuming the content or even just like, even if it's like, if we go back to like Instagram and not TikTok, just like the, how the Instagram is more of like a staged, you know, highlight reel of like perfect totally. life milestones versus just like true what life is actually like. We were talking about this before we started recording today, but lately I've seen a lot of content being put out there specifically by dietitians um, in the field that are talking about why you don't need a quote unquote greens powder. Have you seen the same? Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of it. And I think that's why when you and I partnered with Athletic Greens specifically about taking AG1, you and I had some hard conversations of, is this a product that we back? And obviously we do. And so I think it's a really good opportunity to to share with our audience why we like AG1, how it's different, because there's there are so many greens powders out there. Not going to name any brands, <laughs> but I know that you know that there are a lot of TikTokers specifically one that I'm thinking of that just stirs her greens powder in her, her daily videos. She's not drinking that powder and that powder (laughs) is a crock of, of BS. So let's talk about why we actually do love AG one, but let's, I just want to first put that disclaimer that we never want anyone to feel like they have to purchase something in order to achieve health. That's not what this is about. And I think it's also really important to recognize in this conversation now that nuance exists in health. And so what we hope to achieve by a, by showing you an option, right, is that if you are a person who feels like their life is really busy, they don't have the time or energy or capacity right now to eat you know, fruits and vegetables in a way that makes them feel really good. And they have access to a product like AG1. The reason that we like it is because it's NSF certified or third-party certified, meaning that what they say is on the package is actually inside it. It's gone through rigorous testing to make sure that it is safe. Um, And it is include, there are over 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients inside that package. So if that's something that you are looking for, and again, it's accessible to you, like, Hey, this is a great option. Yes. Because I feel like it's coming back to that black and white on social media where it's like, you shouldn't have this or you don't need this almost like shaming people for, for yeah. wanting to take one. And like, I'll use myself as an example. You can probably hear my sickness within me right now. You in my voice. never. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like it has been just an absolute circus in the private household these past few weeks. And like the other night, I kid you not, I should have taken a picture and sent it to you. I had buttered bread, There were chicken tenders coming out of the air fryer 
and we had like no vegetables in sight. And I just poured my AG1, my athletic greens. And I was like, don't have to think. Literally don't have to think. So if you're someone who's like, okay, this is something I would like to try. Again, you do not have to do this, but if it's something that you're, you're interested in, Today is a great time to give it a try. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So you can go to athleticgreens.com forward slash fork. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash fork to check it out. I find lately Instagram to be less threatening, I think, because there is that awareness of the curation. And then on TikTok, it's supposed to be this like raw, real, like look into somebody's whatever. And it's just, it's really not, but that's mm-hmm. what it's being sold as, right? So it's it's just very different. I did just join Lemon 8. Oh, so same. I saw your story. I just joined. It's a cool looking app. I like don't um, understand. It's like a mix of like Insta and Pinterest, I feel like. Pinterest. Totally okay. Pinterest. So I'm, and it's you like, need to teach me. Me and my 12 followers. <laughs> More than me. I'm at zero, but I haven't done anything yet. It was funny. I saw I people. Need. Wait, I did see a TikTok of this girl. It had like a million likes. She got like wasted and went on Lemonade and like got four handles. And she's getting just like all of like, it was like POTUS, like president of the United States. She got like the, like Selena Gomez. They're like, so, like, I don't even know if it was Selena, but it was like, the, she got like all these famous people. Cause she's like, if it is the next big app, she's like, they're going to have to pay me so much money to get these handles. And I was like, damn girl, that's a business in and of itself. <laughs> that's hysterical. And I wish I thought about it. Same. <laughs> Go grab some other handles while you're at it. Oh, yeah, it is. Who, who knows? But Thank you for holding space for me to share these emotions. I feel like I don't really have that many other things to chat about today. I do hope that anybody who's going through, you know, you know, actually wait, before we get there and you don't have to, we don't have to edit this out, but the other thing that somebody actually put in my like anonymous link the other day Mm -hmm. was any advice on the two weight the two week wait period in between, you know, your ovulation week and your pregnancy test. And that was something that I did share very minimally in comments. I'm sorry, in a caption on Instagram, but I didn't like talk to the camera about it. And who knows if people read captions, but I remember, and I, I remember, I think it was maybe last October or November, like a while ago where I was so positive that I was pregnant. Like we lined it up. It was, you know, a good week. And I was so confident that I was pregnant that I I took the pregnancy test and I wanted to record it because I wanted my reaction. Like you see all of these influencers fucking doing on social media where they have like the months of like the no's and then they have the yes and it's this beautiful thing. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to do that, but like this is going to be a yes. So I put the camera out and it was obviously negative. And the emotions that I felt in that moment. And I was home alone because I remember specifically doing this when I was home alone. The emotions that I felt in that moment were so earth shattering. And I immediately deleted the video and deleted it from my deleted file. So I never had to see it again. And like, it never happened. Um, 
And it was so like earth shattering. I said that already, but still that like I can still feel my heart rate going up from that experience. And I remember mm-hmm. my mind racing being like, okay, I took this in the afternoon. I'm super hydrated. Like it could still be positive or the line could be really um, faint because they say if you're really hydrated that like you could still be pregnant. And, and I was Googling like, is a no really a no? And I took two more and they were both no. And then I ran out of my box. <laughs> and they're they so fucking expensive. No. So expensive. And they were both no. And I was just crushed that I vowed to never do that to myself again. Like not to never take the test, but to never record it again. And then I, uh, because I spoke that out loud, of course, all I see on these apps are like these videos of the people getting the yeses. And I was just like, like heartbroken. So if anybody has seen those videos or has had those feelings, like, again, please just know that you're not alone. Please know that your feelings are valid, that the things that people put on the internet are not the whole picture and the whole story. And the two-week waiting period is really hard. And you know that, Sam, Mm -hmm. and you know from a whole other experience and end of the spectrum. And it's really hard. And what I really tried to do is distract myself Mm -hmm. and not try not to think about it and not obsess over every tiny little um, emotion or thing that I was feeling in my body to the point where my husband hid the pregnancy test. He was like, we're not taking one until you miss your period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, do not. Um, and so he really was a good support system for me there, but finding somebody to talk to is really important and just, you know, making sure that you do have a support system that understands, like we have said this entire episode, that they don't need to say anything, but they need to hold space for you. Um, because it is hard Yes, and it is scary and it doesn't always have a happy ending. Correct. No, I, I so agree with that. And yeah, you're you're bringing up all the feels. I, I remember years, <laughs> years of just I can't tell you how much money I spent on pregnancy tests before we started That's IVF, wild. and just yeah, oh my gosh, I I can't I, I think they're deleted. I don't know, hope so, but I probably have like before I knew we were you know like very infertile that. I had so many videos like that too. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll record all the no's because then there'll be a yes. And I was like, Oh wait, we don't get a yes. <laughs> and then we did with IVF, <laughs> but like, it's like, Oh fuck. Like, okay. Like good, like, good times. Right. And like, you see these perfectly curated videos of like the no, the no. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh my God. And it's just, and yeah. like, I don't get a surprise. Pre- I never got a surprise pregnancy test. Like, I don't know what it's right. like to have sex and get yeah. pregnant. It's like, so, so much of, but, but it doesn't make my experience harder than yours. Like, that's something I want to touch on because I think, like, in motherhood, infertility, infertility and fertility journeys, postpartum, like during pregnancy, like, it's all so hard. Like and real. so hard. And so like, I think just by you sharing and being honest of how you feel, like that's, what's going to make people feel less alone. And it's not about like whose situation is harder than another. Like every, anyone going through like family planning seasons of life, it's, it's so hard. And just like you said, knowing that whatever you're feeling is valid and finding a support system that can sit with you through it, that can validate what you're feeling 
isn't going to try to make you feel better or like toxic positivity bullshit. Just like be there and hold space. So I, I couldn't agree more. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. It, and it's so true. I mean, everybody's going to have a different experience and that's, it's just a wild thing. And I think we can end this topic with like the body appreciation for, appreciation for science and appreciation for what our bodies truly are capable of because it is a wild thing like this was the first time ever too that I actually felt my egg drop um I did like it was a couple days after um and I actually like felt something like weird and I was like I know what that is and like it was very odd um that is so weird you need to go get some isn't there like a soup called egg drop soup you need to go eat some (laughs) I'm pretty sure there is. I'm Googling there definitely it. definitely is. like a Chinese restaurant. I know. You need to go get some egg drops. <laughs> like, <soup. laughs> there is. Oh, my gosh. There totally you. is. <laughs> like, I definitely had that experience. And, like, again, my journey, too, like, I had a doctor look me in the eye once and tell me I would never get pregnant if I didn't, you know, change my lifestyle. So, being appreciative and grateful and all of those things is like, I I feel them very, very deeply. And I still feel a, a ton of other emotions. So holding space for anybody else who has any of the emotions that we've listed today. Yes. And I feel like we're like, and thank you. This episode is like a non-nutrition podcast. Yes. But I feel like this episode is like niching us down even further. Who were the, the cute, girls we were on their podcast was it the upbeat dietitian dietitian they like i was watching their faces while we were crying and screaming and and being guests on their podcast but i was like oh my gosh like we were them like we were these two dietitians that didn't have kids i don't know if they're married i don't know their situations at all personally but like i was like wow and then like and you see all of these like young nutrition students and dietetic interns and then Everyone kind of, if that's the path they choose, if you get married, not married, whatever, have kids. But it was like, oh, like, it's just so interesting to see the progression. And so, like, I I feel like we're, like, the anti-diet dietitian slash big sisters. (laughs) Big sisters that if you have questions that you're like, is this normal that I'm feeling this way? Or is this normal that this is happening to me? And it so much of womanhood and potential motherhood is tied into relationship with food and body mm. too. So it's totally. just, it's such a compliment to what we talk about. A hundred percent. And I love this for us because I don't have much left to share about nutrition. <laughs> we will. Don't worry. Don't worry. I won't let Je- Jenna run away forever, but sometimes it's nice to take a break because, okay, here, here is one thing I will add. I feel like we're going to be like, and, and, but like, <laughs> how can you talk about nutrition when the what is weighing on your heart is so heavy that you don't give a fuck about anything else and that's, that's one part of like when i went through ivf and and again my story is different than yours but it's still that journey to motherhood where you want you want to try to show up in life but you just can't show up can't. the same way when the most important thing in your life is going a certain way or something's happening, it's like nothing else matters. And that doesn't mean that your relationship with food isn't important or your relationship with your body is not important. It's just like the priorities shift. And Mm -hmm. 
in certain seasons of life, that's going to happen. Just like if you... And like, how cool is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And that's like other things too. Like if you're grieving a loved one, if a relationship ends, like if these big, if you move, like if these big life things happen. Job change. Yes. It's going like in those moments of life, you're not like, what's like, it it just changes. Everything changes. My nipples are burning again. (laughs) You just said my nipples are burning. Yes. Oh my God. It's just this side. Like right here. (laughs) I love that. Love that. So on that note, if you liked this podcast episode, feel free to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We really would love to know what you're thinking about us specifically talking about more of what's going on in our lives and motherhood and the journey in general. Um, And the topics about nutrition that you do want to hear more about because we do have a ton of interviews lined up um, and lots and lots of really great guests coming our way. Um, So we would love to know more about what it is that you want to hear from us and how we can best support you. Yes. So while we do that, let's, let's close out with some reviews here. Why not? So I closed mine out. So you read them. Okay. okay, Perfect. I'm going to, then we'll just, we'll just feature one, one beauty today. This is Matt at CYB said, awesome podcast. First off, the name is absolutely amazing. What the actual fork. Love that for us. It draws you in. (laughs) It draws you way into the show with expert dietitians, Sammy and Jenna, the hosts and experts both talk in different ways of keeping your diet in a healthy standard. Five out of five, highly recommend. So again, what I think they mean by that, because you know, we don't diet here of just recognizing that diet culture is bullshit. And I'm just thankful for everybody that takes time to leave these reviews And like Jenna said, leave a review if you also just want to tell us what you want to hear more of, because we're happy to share more of the personal stuff or more of the nutrition stuff or everything in between. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at whatthefork.pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week for more fun.